and welcome back to Witch Fix and today I'm going to be talking about the chilling adventures of Sabrina which is the only voice that I can say that in because it starts out with chilling adventures and that's just my impulse. This is about the comic book that spawned the Netflix TV series which I have yet to dive into because I actually wanted to read the book first. There might be spoilers in here for the TV series obviously that I haven't seen because this is the source material that it's based off although the plot might differ entirely. Who knows? I'm going to go watch it after this, so I'm very excited. So I became aware of the comic book because of the advertising for the TV series, and when I started to look into that, I was like, oh, okay, so this is based on a comic book. So a quick rundown. Sabrina the Teenage Witch is a comic character who is in like the Archie Comics universe and was created quite a long time ago her first appearance being in 1962 and as far as I can tell in the Archie comics universe her adventures were very similar to those on the Melissa Joan Hart tv series uh, basically just sort of magical misadventures and the trials of being a teenager now I grew up not with the comics because Archie comics wasn't really a thing uh, that I was exposed to being a child in the UK but I did grow up with this um, Sabrina TV series with Melissa Joan Hart and I loved that show to bits absolutely loved it and continued watching it really far past the point at which I was too old to be continuing to watch it uh, although I didn't actually watch it till its very end because by that point I had dramatically aged out but I remember still watching the ones where she was in college and had new roommates and stuff so I watched a fair old chunk of it and it was delightful. I loved it. It made me laugh. It introduced me to the concept of sarcastic humour around which 90% of my personality is based. So pretty big deal for me. And so I was really upset by the TV series that they made after that. They made um, a animated TV series of Sabrina. And I was really excited because, you know, it's a new thing based on something else that I really love. And um, that came out in like the late 90s, early 2000s, I guess and was a cartoon and it was dramatically different to the Sabrina the Teenage Witch TV series with the live action characters and I just didn't like it at all so hearing that there was going to be another live action Sabrina was incredible and I was really excited which brings us to the chilling adventures of Sabrina which I went away and googled because I was like what is this what is this show going to be like um because after I'd seen the trailer for it I had some ideas that there were going to be sort of horror and satanic elements, but I wanted to find out a little bit more. So The Chilling Adventures of Sabrina is a comic book that has been written in the same vein as some other ones that they've done with other Archie Comics characters about basically turning them into kind of horror versions of them. And there's a lot of like gore and horror elements to the story. And the actual foreword of the collected edition, like volume one of the comic that I have, mentions Afterlife with Archie specifically. And it's sort of taking classic horror movie elements from like 1950s, 60s horror films and blending them in with these to other people who are not me, well-known characters. So I don't really have an interest in reading Afterlife with Archie or I think there's like a Vampire Veronica series as well, which I, don't know, I like vampires, so I might give that a look. But they decided to do the same thing with Sabrina. And what they've done is kind of created a version where they've blended the Sabrina the Teenage Witch lore with sort of old fashioned horror film 
tropes and ideas about witches. So things, um, reading the comic book, it came out to be quite similar to, it sort of reminded me a little bit of The Omen, a little bit of things like Rosemary's Baby and those older films which are about like satanic witches and kind of playing that whole like satanic panic thing where you know there's like black masses being held in the woods and people are saying the lord's prayer backwards and eating communion wafers through their ear holes and various other things that were made up that's quite interesting and i was like oh okay i can't wait to get my hand on this because i quite like a bit of horror myself and i was not disappointed because let me tell you um this comic book is is very gory in places and lots of lots of dead things and it's also suggested that witches eat people uh because in the comic the spellmans um that is sabrina and her two aunts hilda and zelda they live in a house opposite a graveyard and it's like an old funeral home which they run and when bodies are brought in to be prepared for burial her aunts like prepare them like there's a an illusion made in volume one to them sorting a, a corpse to keep as like jerky which is very weird so diving into the actual book um issue one starts out with edward spellman who is sabrina's dad and it deals basically with what happened between him and her mum and how she came to be being raised by her aunts um because obviously in the live action television series it was that her mum was a mortal and her dad was a witch and she had to be raised by her aunts because uh, her dad had been like banished and if she ever saw her mum her mum would turn into a ball of wax which is weird uh, in this it's a lot darker than that he has uh, edward spellman has been permitted to marry a mortal woman to create a, a child that will be used for the purposes of satan and he has his wife committed and potentially lobotomized or something because uh, he does something weird to her head and then she's just kind of like a wheelchair bound wreck the next time you see her so it definitely seems like he's done something really bad but he definitely gets his <laughs> shortly afterwards so that's okay and Sabrina goes on to be then raised by Hilda and Zelda and the issues in volume one which is issues one to five deal with Sabrina coming up to her 16th birthday which is when she's expected to sign her name in the devil's book and become a full-fledged witch and in doing so she'll be leaving behind her mortal life um the mortal friends and her boyfriend Harvey who she's come to love and care about and she's kind of torn between wanting to be a proper witch and to stay with her aunts and come into her full powers and between wanting to be quote-unquote normal this is quite hampered by the fact that in issue one uh, Betty and Veronica who are from the Archie comics and who I only know from a short-lived cartoon series that was available in the UK when I was a kid called Archie's Weird Mysteries which was sort of like the X-Files but using the characters from the Archie comics and no one I've spoken to has ever said that they've also seen this so I'm starting to think it's just something that I hallucinated once in a dream because the one episode I can remember is about evil potatoes that wanted to like latch onto people's heads and turn them into pod people like invasion of the body snatchers but with potatoes and that sounds like something i would have made up but i swear to god it's true anywho i was familiar with betty and veronica because of that not because i watched the riverdale tv series because that holds no interest for me whatsoever but they appear and it turns out they're also 
witches except they might be humans who are practicing witchcraft it's unclear but they essentially do a spell and end up accidentally raising up a character called madam satan who is a past girlfriend of sabrina's dad who was actually jilted for sabrina's mortal mother and so bears a lot of ill will towards sabrina and has just escaped from hell as evidenced by the fact that her face is basically a skeleton and her eyes are basically just small weird deformed fetus faces which is very disturbing and she throughout the issues containing volume one kind of is working on her own plans to get her revenge on sabrina for being the fruit of the man who jilted her and the woman he jilted her for so there's a lot of like dark stuff coming into play behind the scenes and a lot of evil workings. The Satan presence is pretty strong. You do actually see Satan at one point, which is rad. And a lot of the things that people say is like, oh, by the Dark Lord or oh, by the guidance of our Lord Satan and things like that. They're just exclaiming all over the place. And that you do at one point see a nun with like ram horns who's like giving Sabrina the host in a black mass. And it is very on the nose Satanism, shall we say. And I'm saying Satanism, but I don't really know a lot about modern day practice of like what Satanists actually do and believe. But definitely the kind of Satanism that's portrayed in films and in the whole like satanic panic era. I quite liked the book. Um, it isn't obviously anything like the Sabrina the Teenage Witch TV show. Although, however, if you have seen the live action show, you're probably know a lot about the characters at least in terms of like who they are and what their names are and that hasn't really changed that much you've still got aunt hilda and aunt zelda sabrina harvey you've still got salem the cat who isn't as sassy or as fully black as his counterpart on the show he's a black and white cat but he seems quite cute i like him and i think if the tv series is anything like the comic book then it's probably going to be a pretty good watch content warnings for the comic varies there are mentions of suicide there's some obviously quite gory artwork in there as well particularly when a woman is torn apart by lions which is uniquely horrible in every way and um, there's also some pretty horrible and quite abusive stuff that obviously has happened to sabrina's mum so go into that forewarned as i was not the art style of the comic kind of reminds me of those um comic strips and things that I used to read in like my mum's old bunty annuals and those old June annuals there's generally like in those a kind of colour palette for the whole strip so everything is done in like kind of shades of blue or with a bright yellow background for some reason and then it looks very drawn in pencils and hand shaded and kind of blurry water colory ish backgrounds that don't have a lot of detail and that's definitely like this there's a definite heavy orange presence throughout kind of looks like everything's taking place in front of a large bonfire and a lot of the art style is very pencilly shaded but it is quite nice to read and it does give you that kind of vintage feel which i appreciate a lot there's a particularly cool bit that i just wanted to mention because it's right at the start really um Sabrina and her aunts have moved to Greendale because she wants to be around you know mortal people and not just going to witch school where everyone looks down on her for being half mortal and she's met Harvey and she really likes him and her cousin Ambrose who is British and lives with them because he has been expelled from witch school he says you know you should do a honey jar spell to like um get Harvey to be sweet on you and 
the actual spell that she does, which involves putting his picture in a jar with some honey and some other stuff, uh, is one that I have seen in a couple of like Wiccan spell books. So it was kind of nice to see like, oh, okay, there's like a background in actual spells in here like that I recognise, and that's quite cool. Now at the moment you can get the volume one, which is issues one to five, but I believe other issues have come out, and I've looked around at the Archie horror website and the wikipedia page for sabrina and it does say that volume one the crucible is issues one to five and then volume two witch war is issues six to question mark so i think that another collected edition will come out at some point i have seen on ebay which is where i bought my copy of the first volume there are some people who are selling like number seven number eight so i think some other issues have come out but they're selling for quite a lot of money um in terms of like between eight and 14 pounds and i'm not really going to spend that on just a single issue i prefer to buy the collected editions one because it's just more convenient to put them on a bookshelf and two because then i can just read them all in one go and it's sort of worth having them so i'll definitely be giving book two a look when that comes out in the meantime i cannot wait to get into the netflix series from what i've seen of the trailers for it it does seem like quite a lot of the look of the characters has been taken from the comic sabrina's like hairstyle and wardrobe are basically the same and the house and the aunts basically look the same as well and i've seen some things that suggest that there's going to be like an evil presence in the high school an evil teacher who is played by michelle gomez who you might remember from being in doctor who she played like the female incarnation of the master known as missy or the mistress and i remember her from green wing and various other comedy programs in the uk so that's gonna be fun but i think she might be maybe playing madame satan because in the comic she disposes of the drama teacher and takes her place in order to manipulate sabrina so maybe that's going to be her feature and there definitely seem to be a lot of other witches featuring in the trailer whereas there wasn't such a heavy witch presence they do show up in like second to last issue to do like sabrina's dedication ritual thing but they're not really introduced as actual characters they're just like oh and all the other witches are here and then you see all the other witches in the background so it'll be interesting to see other characters as well as far as i know there isn't a connection between uh, the chilling adventures of sabrina the tv series and the riverdale tv series which is like all the archie characters i think at um, some point they were going to be connected but now they're definitely not but obviously because Betty and Veronica feature in the comic book, I don't know if they're maybe going to go down that route later on or if it's going to be like uh, with the Marvel Universe where you end up with like two different versions of the characters. Like, for example, they have Quicksilver in the film and then also he's in the X-Men films as well. So he's in the Marvel Universe films and in the X-Men films played by different people and with different storylines going on, whether they're going to have like a Betty and Veronica in Sabrina the show and also in Riverdale but played by different people. Don't know how they're going to do that. We'll be interested to see how that goes. I hope you've enjoyed this episode. I'm going to go off and watch Sabrina on Netflix now because I've got a free afternoon and that's how I'm going to spend it. In the meantime keep an eye out for the next episode about the TV series and also about following up on the comics and you can get in touch via Twitter which is at witchfix and by email which is witchfixpodcast at gmail.com. You can also go to my Patreon which is in the description box for this episode and you can donate some money so that I can get my hands on other copies of the Sabrina comics and I'll see you in the next episode. Bye!